0: This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Morning, lockdown three, day three, and day three of the homeschooling, as well unless your kids are going to school because you're a key worker. Sadly, at our home school, one teacher has already been suspended after being caught drinking gin in a maths lesson. There we go. It's all the same jokes from Lockdown One Rehashed. So it's Nick Hancock, it's the Your Harrogate podcast here, sponsored by Hacks. I hope you are okay and doing well and I hope you're going to get a lot out of today's guest because we're talking about mental health with Ben Dave, who is an ambassador for Calm and is also the man who set up the early bird running crew in Harrogate back in 2019. So let's hear all about him. So thank you very much for joining us, Ben. First of all, the early bird running crew. When did that start in Harrogate?
1: We started on the 23rd of May, I think. It might have been the 21st, 2019. So coming up to two years.
0: And for anybody who doesn't know, loads of people will have seen this on social media, but for anybody who doesn't know, just tell us the general idea.
1: So we were, pre-COVID, we were a running crew which met at the Cenotaph in town at 6 and 6.30 uh, every weekday morning. Uh, Really low-key, we're not like an affiliated club or anything, we're just a group of people that meet up. Uh, And then after a few months, we set up another group in Nairsborough, the amazing Amy down there, and uh, runs that, and they meet at 6.30 at the market cross every weekday as well. And then obviously when coronavirus kicked off we, we had to kind of change things up a little bit so we wanted to keep everybody inspired and connected so we still go out and run in the morning and take a selfie post it in the facebook group um, and kind of support each other like that and then we've we've like everybody else we've we've kind of flip-flopped as restrictions have come in and and gone out so we've been doing lots of uh, running in groups of no more than six socially distance of course and uh, yeah so now we're back to obviously running, running we're up to one other person from another household, um, that's allowed, thankfully, and, and posting lots of selfies online.
0: Well, you were almost ahead of your time, really, because, because running and daily exercise, certainly in that, in that first lockdown back in the spring 2020, I mean, everybody everybody took that very, 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 um, yeah. to the, to the Literally. Uh, yeah everybody everybody was everybody was uh, was going. I mean I mean, I, I, think, I think sometimes people maybe even sneaked out for a second bit of uh, of, of daily exercise. <laughs> but, but, um, but the original idea of the early bird running crew, I mean there's a connection here, isn't there, because, because it was all about it was all about obviously feeling good, people, people who maybe hadn't done much running or anything before, so low pressure, but there was, there was a feeling that you were part of a community which has obviously become so important to people as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the idea came around uh, a few years ago, I did a a, a charity um, run for CALM, the charity that um, I'm an ambassador for. Uh, And I ran a lap of Yorkshire. And when I was running around, I wore like a GPS tracker on my shoulder and invited people to come and run with me for certain sections. And on the way around, I ran with hundreds and hundreds of people from all over the the county. um, And a lot of those people came out as part of like local running uh, groups, not not clubs, essentially just just groups, support groups, and I thought that is such like such a powerful thing. Um, and when I got back to Harrogate, I really wanted to run with other people, and the the only person that I'd really ever ran with before was my sister. Um, and I did loads of running, but weirdly I didn't I didn't I didn't know any runners, you know. So um, so I set the Facebook group up group up, and sort of said I'm going to start next Monday. Meet me at half past six at the tough, and uh, and let's go and then it, it grew really quickly we've got we've got 1200 people in the facebook group now and uh, had a really good day in the in the summer last year we could get up to kind of 40 50 people coming out and running which is seems crazy now does not it really
0: it does and i came along i came along one day and, and i i mean i always had an excuse because i was i was working at the time it was on but i did come along one day and i'd seen every morning when i was at work i used to see the pictures and particularly like on a summer's morning I thought that I thought that looks really nice, but oh, it was it was about twenty times better in person. Actually, <laughs> actually talking to people because there was such a there was such a broad broad um, age range of people. Everybody was so chatty. Everybody was so sort of positive. There was no there was no kind of real interest in in who was running fast or slow or whatever anybody was doing. It was, it was just people were there. And, and the one thing, when I interviewed everybody, the one thing was that time in the morning, everybody was saying, Oh, it's just a really good start to my day. You know, yeah. I think a lot of people you'd think, you'd think, you know, 6am is, is early, isn't it? But a lot of people say, look, I just, I just have a better day mm-hmm. when I start like this. So you were, you were onto something early. So I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I imagine it's been, it, it has been nice for everybody to stay in touch then on the, the Facebook community from that when people can't be physically together.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's, 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 it's made a massive difference. And it's, it's, it's amazing how I can't think of many of the ways, certainly in my life that, that, that to, to kind of meet other people outside of your social circle as well. And I feel like now I've got just so many more friends and so many more, yeah, it's brilliant. Like you say, right, wide range of pe- ages and, demographics is yeah it's good.
0: No it's really good and and that had come from from the run for CALM and you're an ambassador for CALM so if anybody hasn't heard of CALM can you tell us a bit about about the support that they offer?
1: Yeah sure so CALM are a a suicide prevention charity and and they they operate a a call center which is open from 5 to midnight uh, seven days a week 365 days a year Uh, and they operate a web chat as well and the call centers um, quite unique in that they're run by employed uh fully trained people as opposed to volunteers um and they run a web chat service as well so you can you can get support online and that that's available for absolutely anybody kind of whatever you're going through if you just need somebody to speak to and you find yourself in a bit of a pickle just you know get in contact with them they're brilliant as well and they do um some amazing campaigning work as well, just around breaking the stigma around suicide and mental health and getting people talking. Um, one of the sort of more better, the well-known ones that was project 84 where they, uh, they invited um, the f- families of 84 people who had uh, who, sadly died by suicide and made figures of them. And they put them up on high rises in London. And they did that big project with this morning and it, was, it, it had a massive impact and and Actually, off the back of that camp campaign, they managed to get a minister for suicide prevention into parliament as well. So, like, huge, huge impactful campaigns. Really cool charity.
0: And people have got more comfortable, haven't they, over over say the past a couple of years? People have got more comfortable uh, talking about their own mental health, and and certainly more more high profile people have been have been a lot more comfortable with with sharing their stories, and 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 people have been connecting with those, which it's probably a good thing because of the time that we've got to now, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, suddenly everybody's resilience, whoever you are, whatever you do, whatever your situation, everybody's resilience is is being challenged now, isn't
1: it? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's so important. It, I, the reason why I did my initial uh, fundraising is I, I went through like a really nasty bit of depression at the end of um, 2016. It was so four years ago now. And... Um, it kind of, it really hit me for six. Up until that point, I've felt like I just kind of steam trained through life, never took a moment to think about my mental health and, um, and yeah, I found myself in a, in a really bad place. And when I sort of got myself out the other side of that, I just, I, I knew it was really important to, to kind of talk about my experiences really. The, the thing that I really remember the most is just feeling so lonely and, and, that I was the only one that had ever been through this and which obviously just, just isn't true. But but I'd got to 30 years old without anybody ever speaking to me about their experiences of depression or anxiety or, or anything like that. So it was a really isolating feeling. So yeah, I knew that I knew that I had to to start talking about it. And I think I think talk, I mean it's so it almost feels a little bit cliched now saying, you know, it's good to talk. But but it really is. And it's and it's important because it helps break down that stigma because it lets other people know that other people have gone through these experiences and also it enables you to um, become like a really powerful ally to a friend or a colleague or something like that if they know that you've been through something similar. But the other really important thing is that we talk about, um, we talk about, we only seem to talk about mental health if somebody's really suffering with their mental health, whereas, you know, we all have mental health in the same way that we have physical health, you know. And, and it's like a, it's like a curve. So I've I've not I wouldn't say I've, I've suffered with depression for three or four years now. I mean I'm in a really good place, but my mental health uh, kind of peaks and, and troughs like everybody else's. So last year, um, when we went into the first lockdown, I went into like hyper look after my mental health mode. So I had a really good few months where I was on the ball, I was eating really well, I was watching my drinking, you know, I was getting out running every day, and then actually it was when we came of lockdown that I let everything slip it was like oh okay I'm okay now and I only know this in hindsight looking back but so at the back end of last year I had a really bad run of kind of three or four months uh I, I just I couldn't get up in the morning I, I, just, I couldn't get out and run like I was forcing myself out the door to go and run I started drinking more And um, so now I'm, I'm making a real conscious effort to to look after my mental health and 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 get everything uh back in order again and i'm not doing that because i think i'm on the verge of being depressed or or, or poorly again i'm doing that because i know that it's important to to make a conscious effort to look after my mental health
0: i think that's such an interesting point and i don't think i've ever heard anybody say it quite like that before that that we've all got mental health the same as we've got physical health which is mm. which is i mean it, you know if there's if there's one thing if there's one thing for, for everybody to take away, who's who's listening today, I, I think it's that. So so when when you're aware that times are going to be challenging, or you want to look after yourself, what are, what are some of the sort of the priorities that that you have? You mentioned sort of eating well and 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 being careful with boozing and stuff. Are there other things that that you kind of prioritize? I
1: think my my big one is diet and running. If 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 I'm getting out the door every morning for a run, um, in fact, not even a run, just moving outside. You know, it can be just walking around the block if, if you're not up for it. I'm, I'm actually having a rest day today because I've, I've done uh, I've done a, a bit too much this week. So, but I'm going to go out for a little walk later and just stick my headphones on and get a bit of fresh air. And that's really important. Diet as well, and like you say, say drinking, and just just making sure that you've you've got a bit of time for yourself. A lot of us uh, now are spending. Hell of a lot, if not all of your time in your house, you know. And it's, it's. You think if you, if you went back kind of pre-COVID, you'd you'd have your commute to work, you'd have your walk on your lunch break, you'd have your commute home. You've we, all that precious time that we didn't used to think about time to ourselves, but it was time to ourselves. Um, you know, if you were sat in the car for fifteen minutes every morning driving to work with the radio on, that's time. That's fifteen minutes every day where you're just chilling, and relaxing. And it's it's really important to make sure that you're still having that time that. To just sit and think and shut
0: And I don't know that there's any answer to this, but I guess again, it's something that we have to be—we all have to be aware of, don't we? And 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 at least—and at least appreciate that it's going on. But where, where we are right now, I think one of the hardest things for people is, is there's not a definitive end date to this. And obviously, the way the way—I mean, even the way it's been been talked about by by the 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 uh, politicians is that is that you know something happens you take action and and then things get better and and obviously and obviously um there's lots of variables along the way so so what do you think about about coping with a with a situation that is the w- what goes on in terms of how long a lockdown lasts is out of our control
1: i think my my best advice for that i always think back to when i when i did my running yorkshire run. so that was um 478 miles around the prims of Yorkshire over 18 days and it's, it's, it's essentially a marathon a day for 18 days and when I was kind of training for that the thought of running 478 miles and when you like looked on the map of how far I'd made it round was like completely and utterly overwhelming so what I did is I broke it down into like little chunks so I'd get up in the morning and I'd look at the map and think right I can have my um Lunch in Redcar. That's that's eight miles to get to Redcar. So all I think about is getting to Redcar. So I would run to Redcar, and then I get to Redcar and have my lunch. And then I would think, and, and my, this is where my my geography is showing up. I can't remember what's a little bit further around the <laughs> around the route oh, from cool. Redcar, but something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, let's just try and get another six miles to there. So just and and just taking each day at a time and breaking your challenges up to manageable chunks and you know you can apply that to your life I've often got times at work where I've got like big projects on or a couple of projects on I feel completely overwhelmed and stressed by it all and I think the best thing you can do is just get up and write down what you're going to do that day and just and just process it that way really
0: yeah yeah I I honestly I think I, I think that's really I think that's such such good advice such good advice and and I think We almost, we almost, I think, I think what's really interesting about talking to you, Ben, is that because you're so aware of, of looking after yourself from your own personal experience, um, you, you're more aware the the way you talk, you're more aware of, of managing these things. Whereas I think, whereas I think a lot of us are just hurtling along, trying to carry on because because that's what we do you know and that's and that's how we think we need to show strength or it's just how we think we get we get by if i if i carry on hurtling along as i normally would do things will be normal and of course that isn't that isn't the case do you think do you think your your experience from from having a real rough time sort of 4 or 5 years ago then do you think being able to to look at that experience now with hindsight has has helped you to, you know, for where we are now in terms of being in a lockdown and pandemic.
1: Definitely, definitely. From a, uh, I was just saying uh, to Rachel apparently the other day. Actually, unlike an emotional level, I feel like because well, i be, like that was like the lowest, lowest point in my life. So, in comparison, this last year has been a breeze, to be honest. So, I, I, I kind of feel like it. You know, I've got, I've got through that. I know it's not gonna be. I'm not gonna be as bad as that. So, you know, it's, 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 it's certainly made me more, more resilient. And um, I'm actually quite, um, I feel almost proud of the experience now. Not pr- proud is the wrong word, but um, like I was saying earlier about being an ally, I have a lot of time, ta- I get friends contacting me the time about, uh, to talk about their mental health or if they're worried about um, a partner or a family member. And it's, it's a real privilege that, that they feel like they can reach out and talk to me. And it's a real honour that, that I can offer, offer good advice, really. So I think if you've if you're somebody that's listening to this that suffered from depression anxiety, I think that's a really good takeaway that you know you've you've got you've got some powerful experiences and you can really help people simply by just talking about what you've been through.
0: Well, I could talk to you all day. To be honest, it's been it's been absolutely fantastic, and and yeah, it, it's it's so so good. It's so good to to get your take on on a few bits going on everything, and I, and I'd love to catch up again. Um, and it's so nice to hear that all the runners are still sharing all their pictures from all, <laughs> the, all the early bird run crews as well. So, if anybody has been listening to this and wants to find out more about calm, you could just Google that, and it would it that'd be the first thing that comes up. That's right. It's the calm zone. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben, thank you so much for your time and we'll see you again soon. Well, thank you so much to Ben for joining us to chat on our Your Harrogate podcast today and tomorrow, is it Friday already? It is Friday tomorrow and it's Personal Fitness Friday. We're joined by Sam Schofield who's got some great ideas on how to stay fit and get fit in lockdown three. So that will be out tomorrow if you subscribe to our podcast you'll get it first thing tomorrow morning or find it on our website yourharrogate.co.uk in the meantime have a good day if you can and stay safe